Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. We have a smaller group today. It's pretty awesome. I love I love that sometimes. Um, so I'm going to challenge the people that whether or not you're in your car, I mean, if you're in your car, it's one thing, but I'm challenging if you don't have your video on. Uh, because I talk so much about video, uh, the one way to get super comfortable with video is to have your video on even when you don't want to. So I'm going to challenge you and I will keep putting that challenge out there just because uh, I think it's super important. And also because sometimes I want to make sure I'm not talking to nobody. <laughs> like, let me just let's just be real. <laughs> Um, so thank you to those that are here. I appreciate you being here today. Uh, the topic that I want to talk further about, and this is something I think we can all relate to, is um, the current market. What is happening in this market? I kind of want, I want to hear from you guys what's going on in your market, buyers or sellers. Um, and then I want to talk about how to use video to effectively get your message out to your market, to your clients, and um, how to actually like make this market, like how to spin this market to something that's a little bit more um, productive rather than, um, you know, a lot of craziness going on. So tell me what's happening in your market. How does it feel like, how many of you are working with buyers right now? Yeah, two. Okay, the two of you. So how does it feel working with buyers right now? Is there an inventory? I mean, what, what, what's the situation like in your area? It's a madhouse. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, last year, the last quarter, I was able to get seven buyers under contract. And since then, zero. Like it's been insane. Um, I've actually had to refer some buyers out so that I can focus more on gaining listings um, because some of my buyers are a little bit farther out than what I ideally would like to do. So I'm leveraging my time to focus more on listings um, because that's just where it's at right now. Unfortunately, my heart is more with buyers because that's why I got into the business, but it's just, it's cutthroat. Is it more like, are you seeing just like massive amounts of offers on homes, buyers having to, you know, give the, their blood type and first blood in order to get into home sort of thing? Okay. Absolutely. One of the last offers that I wrote, we were 350000 over asking, no contingencies. Um, we were amongst the top three offers and they ended up accepting an offer that was 50000 more than what we had. Um, and non-contingent from somebody else. We weren't willing to go another 50. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Is anyone else? For those of you that are just joining us, thank you for being here. Um, we're today we're talking about um, what's going on in our markets and how to use video to get that message out to people in a, in a, in a really efficient and effective manner. So uh, my question is, uh, you know, for the two that just joined us, are you guys working with buyers right now? Mike or Tony? Yes. I'm working with a few buyers. Yeah. How does it feel for buyers in your market right now? Uh, brutal. <laughs> brutal. If, okay. if they're not paying cash, if they don't have a contingency, they're going to be putting in multiple offers to multiple properties before they get one. Got it. So, um, you know, and Lexi, I know you, you have a couple buyers you're working with, right? Is it the same for you? 
Yeah. So I, we just got under contract last weekend, but the one house that, um, they were wanting the, I guess recently a lot of the listing agents are putting like deadlines for offers to, um, present to the seller. Um, and I had called the listing agent cause it just came on the market like two days ago. And she's just said that the seller has already accepted an offer. I said, cool. And I guess she was saying that a lot of buyers agents were like mad at her because she didn't put a deadline on contracts. And she was like, I like, that's not what the seller wanted. I don't know why everyone was getting mad at me. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. So I don't know. Some people are putting deadlines, but this one, it had been on the market for a while just because it really wasn't suited for like a family home. This is for like an older couple. So, um, it wasn't, we were the only offer, but it had been on the market for a while, but I haven't gotten any, any cutthroat, um, deals yet. This is only my second deal. So so like basically we're hearing from San Francisco Bay. We're hearing from Mike in Arizona. We're hearing from Lexi who's in the Midwest and we're hearing kind of the same market across the board. Right. So how, you know, how are, what's your messaging to your, to your, to your, to your followers, to your clients, what's your messaging look like right now? Is your messaging, Oh my gosh, it's brutal out there. Or, I mean, tell me a little bit more about that. I just switched my focus to sellers. Um, I, I've been hundred percent of my business comes from my sphere of influence on social media. Um, but I don't work with strangers unless they're a referral. If that, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah. but I was pushing a lot of home buyer content, um, all of last year, because again, that's where my heart is. And we were still getting offers accepted, um, back in January when I noticed, Hey, we're throwing stuff out there and it's just not sticking. Um, that's when I shifted my mindset to, I'm not even talking about home buyers anymore. I'm just figuring out creative TikTok and creative Instagram posts and, and Facebook videos for why it's great for sellers or um, home seller tips, things like that. Okay, I like that. Um, have you have you ever had anyone say, well, I can't sell because how, where am I going to buy a house? Luckily, the last few listings I've done, they already had something, <laughs> but I have not had that come up yet. Um, but I did record a few videos on that. So okay. just kind of putting them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How are you deliver? How are you getting that message out? Like, how are you getting those videos out? Are you putting it in? I mean, are you putting it on Facebook? Are you putting it in the email campaign? What's that look like? So the way that we do it, but prior to signing on for the Krista Maysher uh, program, what our focus was, was our database in follow up boss. Uh, they would get this video. Okay. Um, in addition to that, we have a newsletter with stats of certain counties. Um, and then on my Facebook and Instagram that literally whatever I post goes to both. Um, I was just posting the videos there. If it was under a minute, which is usually my focus to kind of hook them and reel them in. Um, I post them with reels with hashtags and that seems to be getting a lot of interaction and views. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Um, so I'm going to tell you kind of what I'm doing here. It's very similar, which I love, like what I was asking because it's very similar. Um, and you know, uh, I'm going to tell you, I still target buyers hundred percent because buyers like you, like you, like to your point, 
um, Jess, the buyers, you know, buyers are your long-term business, right? Like if you have a, a person who's selling, I mean, unless they're, you know, buying, unless they're selling your first house and they might sell a couple more in the future, like your buyers are your long-term business. You know, your first time buyer, they're going to buy, they're probably going to sell that house in five years, five to seven years. So mm-hmm. like, that's why the buyers are super important. So um, I'm going to tell you kind of a couple of things that I'm doing right now to target buyers, uh, but also to communicate with my buyers on a more effective manner. Because while like the majority of my business right now are listings, that makes me feel kind of like slow in business, which is very weird because I'm not driving around. I'm not doing more. <laughs> I'm not doing more. I'm like, actually, like I'm working with like, I have like eight, eight clients right now. I have 16 listing agreements signed, but eight that are going after in the next uh, eight weeks. So, um, so it's pretty awesome, but I don't feel as busy. <laughs> so I'm still, so I'm doing a lot of my time in like marketing and getting out to buyers. So um, one of the things that, that I've been doing that has worked really well in messaging buyers is um, going through my database, going through my, my people or people who were looking to buy um, and then trying to rekindle that conversation. Um, but I'm just doing like, to your point, I'm doing little tiny like TikToks or reels that are like, yeah, it's a seller's market, but you still can buy. Ask me how. Um, and then I'll, I like to share a lot of stories of my buyers. Just like I'm doing a lot of storytelling through buyers right now because there are buyers that are getting into contract. So it might not be yours. Like you could use someone else's story. Don't give any names or any specifics, but you could use someone else's story. But there are buyers that are getting into contract. We don't want to, in my opinion, I don't want to discourage people from buying a house because if we discourage them, that's going to tank the market because what makes the market go is people buying homes. <laughs> so we want to keep encouraging people, um, but we want to do it effectively. So another thing that I'm doing with mine right now, um, going towards sellers and the sellers who are also willing to buy is I'm do I have a whole series that I'm just about to launch through a workflow, through an automated workflow that's about selling and moving out of state. So I have some other like, you know, so what I've what I've determined and what I've listened to when I've talked to, you know, a hundred people over the last 30 days is that. 80, 80%, 80-ish percent of them are wanting to move out of state for various reasons, whatever that reason that is. So what I'm doing is I'm actually working with other agents where these eight, where these people tell me they're moving and we're working on a YouTube series and we're putting together a YouTube series of what can your, you know, a lot of people have in here on here have like at least two to $300,000 in equity with as rapidly as home prices are growing. Um, and so what can you do with that equity in say, Oklahoma? What can you do with that equity in Arizona? What can you do with that equity in Texas? Uh, and because that's, that's where people are telling me they're going. So that's one thing that I'm doing right now that's, um, that seems to be working really well. Um, and then we're, I'm putting some of those into reels. I'm getting more into TikTok now just because I need to, but um, uh, I'm still tr- I'm still learning TikTok. I'm not a master on TikTok, but Instagram is where my business comes from, um, and that's where a lot of my content goes out to. It's just those little tiny tidbits, and then I'm leading them into getting into my drip campaigns. And in my drip campaigns, I'm speaking directly to selling and moving out of state, selling and don't know where to buy, selling and don't know how to buy. Um, that seems to be working really well because then it's at least at least I can catch the uh, referral fee on the buyer side. Anybody else have any thoughts or insight on that, tips on that? I'd like to ask you a question, please. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm totally there with you as far as the buyer aspect and creating a long-term business. I get that, right? Because even sellers will, if they buy in the same area, will be buyers as well after. Besides when focusing on buyer content, besides focusing on low interest rates still Mm -hmm. and building equity and of course the home ownership aspect, what other value are you pumping to these home buyers right now? Some things that I've, that I've worked, like a storytelling, right? So I had a buyer the other day text me and tell me, um, you know, they're so happy that they bought when they did. They bought in 2019 before the, I mean, the market was crazy then. I wrote them seven offers to get them in a home. It was crazy. Um, but they wrote, they just wrote me, uh, they texted me and they're like, Linnea, we're so thankful that we bought because we have enough equity in our house. We were able to refinance and pay off all of our debt. So like, I'm just, I'm telling stories like that. So there, there's the value there is like, listen to what you could potentially do. Not only did they save their money on their mortgage payment. I mean, they got in, they even got in at like a 3.8, 3.8 interest rate in 2019, which was really good. And they refinanced to 2.8. So, um, so, you know, they, they took money out and they paid off all their debt and they have like, they're living a debt-free life now except for their mortgage. And so that's another piece of value that I'm pumping. Okay. The other thing, the other thing that I'm working on with um, with a lot of the buyer content is um, making sure I'm telling people, I'm kind of making a joke of it. I'm like, so you know, it could take you. Like I just did a, I just did a TikTok and a reel the other day with a friend of mine, and it was like, so how long could it take me to buy a house? Three months, four months, eight months. And so like I'm trying, I'm just trying to make it kind of a joke that you really have to learn to love who you work with. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the other thing is that like, you know, you're going to be, we're going to be best friends for what could be a year. Mm-hmm. So if you're really in this together. Um, so I think that's another thing that I'm building as part of value. Um, the other thing that I did when they actually got a lot of interaction, a lot of comments, or I'm sorry, a lot of uh, messages was um, the home ownership is that you don't have to ask to paint your walls. You don't have to ask to put art on your walls. I mean, just even little things like that. You don't have to ask, you know, to plant trees in the backyard. Things that like just really get to what actually makes a house a home. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. I'd love to hear anybody else's thoughts on any of that. Questions? Okay. Um, so some of the ways, some of the other ways that I'm using video to get this content out is I'm just doing a lot of individual video text messages. So with my buyers right now, a lot of my time is just spent nurturing. So while I have a lot of sellers, a lot of my time is just spent nurturing. Like yesterday, I sent a message to a buyer and I said, hey, David, I just wanted to check in, see how you guys are doing. You know, your pre-approval was about four months ago and interest rates have taken a little bit of a, of a, of a climb since then. So it might be a good idea to reach back out to your lender and get and get that pre-approval checked just to make sure that we're still in, in point, especially because you're toward the top of the budget. Because, you know, with interest rates going up, that's going to change people's purchasing power. So those video texts seem to be working really well too. So those of you who are doing video texts every day and need content for those, there you go. It's a good one for you. Just reach out and tell them to get their pre-approval checked. Um, the other uh, thing that's really working as far as buyer content right now is on YouTube, what's working for me is a lot of seller content is working to catch buyers. And it's very, it's very interesting. I, I had not anticipated it to work this way, but I put a ton of seller content out on YouTube. And um, in the last um, week, I've had 
four or five new people reach out to me wanting to know what it's like to buy in certain areas. So a lot of my content is going out around what property taxes are like, how much is a cup of coffee in this neighborhood? What, how much is a happy hour in this neighborhood? You know, just kind of like little things like that is a lot of the, the buyer content that I'm putting out right now as well. Um, okay. So enough of that. <laughs> Talking about uh, follow-ups and you know drip campaigns. How many of you have drip campaigns set in? I do. I love it. I love it. So of your drip campaigns, do you have them going out to um, hot leads, warm leads, cold leads? And what does the difference in those follow-up campaigns look like? Curious. I'm kind of using one campaign for all this one campaign for sellers, one campaign for buyers. Okay. And uh, they both go on anywhere from eight months to a year. Okay. I like that. And what does that campaign look like? Like as far as like what, what kind of touches do you have in there? Do you have emails, videos, text messages, phone calls? I've got uh, videos, emails. I don't have texts. I should probably work those in. Okay. Um, and if I have a phone number, phone calls are worked in. Phone calls are working, huh? Well, if, if I have, yeah, phone calls work if I can get their phone number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when you're calling them, what are you saying? Like when you're like, you know, because the other thing to think about is when you're calling these buyers and you're going through the strip campaign, you know, your call every time can't be like, are you ready to buy now? Are you ready to buy now? Are you ready to buy now? Each touch has to have something a little bit different, a little bit different value. So I'm curious what those look like for you. Usually what my touches are, I do a monthly, um, a monthly market update. And usually my touches will center around that. I just wanted to give you an update. You know, the average price here is now 500,000. You know, interest rates are going up. They're probably going to go up four times or, you know, the Fed just announced the, an increase in interest rates. Have you seen that? You know, if you, you know, and, and kind of along the lines of what you said, you might want to double check your pre-qual if you've been pre-qualified and make sure that's up to date because that's going to affect what you qualify for. And if you're waiting, you, you know, at your own peril. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think um, that's really good. Um I, so I'll do like a monthly market update. I'll do a, you know, let me know what your situation looks like. Uh, and then I always try to, you know, throw in, Hey, if you got my mail or that, that this month, this is what was in there. So I'll do a monthly, I do a monthly, um, like actual direct, like direct mail piece. Um, and usually in there, I'll have something of value. So I'll have, you know, come visit the coffee shop or go and get a, you know, go and get a discount at this local boutique. And I'll try to like throw in some community in there. So I'll call the people that got it and just say, um, hey, I hope you got this piece of this mail piece that came in. Because then it's more like inviting them and just saying, hey, I just want to just want to check in with you. Just want to check in with you. Because, I mean, you don't want to ask people if they're buying a house every two months or every month. <laughs> it's, that's, that's one way to be like, nope, don't want to do that. Um, you know, the, the reason I know, I know there's so much marketing right now. And most people, I mean, I'm, I myself do so much seller-focused content. So, you know, the whole reason I want to talk to buyers is because the reality is the market's going to shift. The market's going to shift and we are not going to be in the seller's market forever. I, for one, don't want to be stuck when it turns into a buyer's market with no, with no clients because all my sellers are sitting on the market for 60 days. 
right? So that's why I think it's really important. Like the thing, the thing with video, the, the reason why it's important to have the content consistently is because it's there. And it's like your video is branding. Video, like there's a lot of times you might get immediate interaction with video, but video is branding and branding is a long-term thing. So if you're putting out content today for buyers in two years, that content is going to be really relevant. And then guess what? You don't have to, um, you don't have to do that content two years from now. You can, if you want, it's probably going to change a little bit as far as like numbers and whatnot. But as far as like the story and the value behind being a homeowner and buying a house and what's going on in those neighborhoods, that that's going to be relevant in two years when this market shifts to be a buyer's market. And also what's going to, what's going to be relevant is the fact that when we were in um, a seller's market, you know, you were still able to manage getting buyers in contract. Um, and and <laughs> when the market shifts to being more of a buyer's market, part of the reason you want to be working sellers now is because you're going to have all of that marketing and all of that portfolio to build up in the future when the market shifts. But I just, you know, I, I think that focusing on buyers right now, yes, it's hard uh, to get buyers in contract. Um, but I, I feel in like a challenge. I mean, I just did 200 burpees this morning. Cause I was like, why? Because I wanted to literally, there was no reason I wasn't winning any prize. I was just like, I want to do 200 burpees. So I'm going to do them. And it was freaking hard, but I did it. And part of the reason is because like, you know, it's, it's the same, it's a, it's a, it's a mental game. It's a, you know, the market's challenging right now. We have to step up. We have to challenge ourselves to be better agents and utilize the things that we know. And video is the thing that I know. That's why I talk about it so much. It's the thing I know. Um, I I submit offers with video. I uh, when I make that first call to an agent, if they're a, if they're an iPhone user, I will always um, always uh, FaceTime them. And it's like sometimes they answer, sometimes they don't. Sometimes I'll text them first and be like, "Hey, I'm going to call you in a second, then I'll just FaceTime them when I call them." Uh, but I always send video. I try to incorporate video with that buyer's agent all the time. The last buyer I got into contract, yes, I did have to write five or six offers, uh, eight offers. I did have to write eight offers. But the reason we got in contract is because I built that rapport with that agent because we were not the highest offer. We were not. We were. We were the best possible terms. We came through with what we could come through with. But um, we got in contract because of that rapport I built with the agent. And the reason I built the rapport with the agent is because of video. So. That's my little <laughs> soapbox about video and then about buyers and why buyer content is really important. Thank you very much for that tidbit about um, video to listing agents. I never thought about that. Yeah, absolutely. Really genius. Yeah. You do video text messages, um, you know, and if they're not, like, I'm iPhone. So iPhone to Android always comes up really like the video comes up really small. So I'll just send them um, a message on Facebook. Or I'll send them a message on Instagram or wherever I'm connected to them. I'll just send them a video message through there and be like, "Hey, make sure you check your inbox. I just sent you a video, uh, and uh, I just sent you our offer." And then in the offer, I always go into BombBomb. Um, I have the offer pulled up on the screen, so I mean it's already signed and everything. And I'll just like introduce and be like, "Hi, it's been great talking to you. This is Lenea Carver. I want to present my client's offer to you." Normally, I would really try to do this in person because I'm kind of old school like that. But in this market, we don't have time. So I hope you have just another minute. I'm going to walk you through what our offer looks like. And I'll call out the highlights of the offer. And then I close out the video and I say, so just so you know, like, here's, here's what you need to know about working with me. You know, I am a dedicated agent. I, you know, just kind of like give my little resume, right? 
Um, and then I'll give my resume of my lender and also the quick story of my buyers. And part of the reason I do it um, is because I don't believe in love letters and I won't let my buyers write love letters. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I don't think, you know, if they really, really want to, of course they can. But I really like it. Whenever they ask me about it, I, I tend to um, send them a few articles that show them why they're not the best. Uh, but I found that allowing me to do the video and tell my client's story not only protects fair housing, <laughs> but it does help get that across. So, you know, video to the listing agents makes a big difference. And I, I've had several listing agents say that they've never had anyone send them a video. And mm-hmm. any, as many sellers as I help, I've never, never had a, had a buyer's agent send me a video. Never. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So those are a couple of tips, like try those. Um, and then, you know, focusing on giving value and helping people. I mean, another, another thing that's working for buyer content right now that I'm listening to talking to a friend of mine who's in Vegas, she um, partnered with Home Partners of America. So I'm now working on this. So Home Partners of America, do you guys know what that is? So it's a lease to own program. So um, it's kind of nice because they they love to work with realtors. And um, what they'll do is they'll go in and they'll buy your client. You, your client gets approved with them. And then your client picks out the house. I want this house. And then home partners will come in and buy that house in cash. Waived inspections, waived contingencies. It's like a quick close. They're buying in cash because they've already done the work on approving the buyer on the front end. So that's another thing that's working really well is like being able to offer your renters because rent, rent rates, I mean, around here, rent rentals going out the roof. I mean, I just did a rent, um, a rent quote for one of my sellers who has two homes on her lot, a little one bedroom, one bathroom, like 400 square foot, 400 square feet, $2,000. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's a good, it's going to be awesome selling point when we sell the house because it's going to be great income potential, but like rental rates are rising too. So it's like, you can have, you can write, like pay higher rates on someone else's mortgage, or you could pay a higher rate on your own mortgage and get these benefits from it. Okay. Um, any other thoughts? I'd love to hear from input from anyone else. I was, I was just gonna. gonna say, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna add to the video about sending it to the listing agent. That actually really helped with some buyers. Um, I was working with, and I didn't. I mean, they didn't have like cash offer, um, and so I was really concerned that they weren't going to get under contract. But um, just quick video sending to the listing agent did develop a report and then you did get them under contract and it went really smooth and I was very happy with it. So even if you can just send quick little videos, it works too. Mm-hmm. Anything. Cause no one's doing it. I just told you, I helped, I reviewed last year. I think I did my recap. I reviewed 50, uh, 56 offers for my listings to- in total. Not one of them had a video. Mel, did you have something? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's encouraging now to yeah. set yourself apart. So I, I'm excited to do more video and learn about that. But I got to set up my pages and make sure they're correct. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think I'm going to also do some polls. Sorry, you don't, have to set up, you don't have to set up pages to send an offer into a list. Well, no, 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 no. No, yeah, I just for video. 
I mean, for video, I'm just making sure that everything's set up correctly. Cause I mean, I've got tons of messages on there helping me kind of from the meta business page. So it's good, but, um, I want to be time effective. So I really want the videos to be effective. So I want to set that up correctly from the beginning. But, um, the thing about that I could be doing also that I'm going to start doing is more polls because, uh, right. Because there's like, there's that, that time in between more buyers that you're waiting for more sellers to, to, to put their things on the market and to think about whether they want to renovate and you've got a vendor list, whether Mm -hmm. they want to not fix up and get a cash buyer. So what do we have? We have multiple investor cash buyers right now. Uh, So to not put off that until um, something changes in the market to where they can't utilize, like you said, the low interest rate. In and move and get into another place where they really want to be because people always need to move. They always do. But um, I don't think people, I really want to know if anybody's still concerned with people coming in their house uh, because of the pandemic. I, I mean, I don't know if that's too controversial of a poll or what, but I'd like your input. Sarah. Okay. Yeah. I just actually, I showed a home for Linnea um, and there, this was the most stringent, um, home that I had seen. They, they had all kinds of signs. They had wipes out. They were like, wipe everything down after you touch it. So, um, and that was just a few weeks ago, I think maybe three weeks ago. So yeah, it's still, it's still happening out there. That's just my experience. That's, that's good feedback. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is if we can, if I can convey, if we can convey to home sellers that, I mean, the last two homes we sold, I I think the last six homes we sold, they, they, we said, take off, take your kid, you know, take your dogs, go, go away for a weekend. And they went one, one of the sellers took off for a week Mm -hmm. just in case. But after that weekend, we had competing bids because we had put it in coming soon and they were, you know, they were set. They were happy and they weren't there at all. So it was it was perfect. So if I can convey that in a video, maybe, you know, somehow. Well, just tell the story Um, to leave you to leave you with that, because we're out of time. So I just put in the chat. I put in a little video that I created. Uh, It was a while back. I created it for my mostly for my buyers and for my sellers. Um, But just the kind of video that I send this out to people whenever they're feeling the little like, oh, the market's so hard right now. Whenever they're feeling a little discouraged, I just send this video out to them. So I hope you enjoy it. It's one of my favorite ones that I've done. So thank you guys. And uh, thanks, thank you all. See you later. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.